Hello and welcome to the Elliot Confidential Podcast. I'm Christopher Elliot, and I'm here with Aaron Elliot, the one and only, the one and only, and Happy New Year, Aaron. Oh, is it the New Year? Yes, it is. It is. It is. It's. Uh, we're recording this on a Saturday, and tomorrow is the last day of 2023. So wow. we're going to look back on the uh, old year and look forward to the new year. Wow! In one giant sweeping epic podcast. Wow. Yep. All right. Well, let's just get started. Yeah, with let, that. let's just get started. You let's know, that that's jump like right into it. We're doing a YouTube. Let's video. just get started. Let's just get started. <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, I thought before we would, before we do that, we should uh, do our our question because um, you know since we're looking back at last year and then looking forward to 2024, I wanted to ask all of our listeners for their favorite trip of 2023, and also where they're going in 2024. Tell us about where you are headed, and and we will do the same too soon in this podcast. All right. Well, well. So here we are in, in. Where are we now? Still in Santiago. Still in Santiago. Is that a name of a city? Still in Santiago. Still in Santiago sounds like the name of an album. It would be one of those '80s albums, actually, with lots of synth music and people with big hair. Yeah, or is it, or maybe it's like a jazz album. It's still in Santiago, like still like standstill. Oh yes, still in still. Santiago. Hey man, that's really groovy. And it could have some guy in all in shadow smoking a cigarette, like playing playing the bass. Can you smoke a cigarette and play the bass at the same time? Anyway, it doesn't matter. Should you be smoking the cigarette and playing the bass? Yes. Or playing the bass with a smoldering cigarette. Or it could be like has to be some sort of wind instrument and smoking a cigarette. How do you <laughs> yes, do that? Saxophone is right. <laughs> okay, anyway. No more smoking jokes, please. Uh, well, and this week was a fairly quiet week because we had the holidays and not much gets done here during the holidays. But we were able to, on Friday, get away and we went to uh, the mountains, down out to the uh, Andes Mountains. Los Andes. Los Andes. Am, I pr- am I pronouncing that correctly? Los Andes. Where did we go? Well, we went down to a place called Cajon del Maipo, right by the Maipo River, which has this... Um, Great brown color to it, but it's a really crazy river. People do all sorts of it's fun insane. sports on it. It's absolutely insane. It is a really fast river, too. I've never seen anything like it. It's, it's approximately the color of chocolate milk, mm-hmm. and it is a raging river. I'm talking about like it's fast, and people go whitewater rafting in there. Fuerte. But they advertise it as being, you know, face a wall of water, face your fears. Flip over. Yeah, and I'm going, no, I'm not going to face my fears. (laughs) Not today. (laughs) So instead, we decided that we were going to take a nice guided tour up to the waterfalls. Yeah, a waterfall. Just a nice little waterfall. Not the same sort of water that you find in the river, but, you know, it's that river water that is going to hydrate all of that delicious Chilean wine. Mm. So be grateful. Oh, can we do a sidebar here? Because okay. um, the best part about Chile so far, easily, is Chilean grapes. And this week, uh, and it's a little early because we're used to getting Chilean grapes in the U.S. in the first two weeks of January. But it's not January yet, and we got the Chilean grapes, and they mm-hmm. are so good. Oh, my goodness. 
They're yeah. sweet, but also tart, and they're small, so they're not tough on the outside. But uh, we got a huge thing, and they're almost all gone. We got them like an hour ago at the grocery store mm -hmm. over at the Jumbo. 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 Yes, that's our grocery store. Jumbo. Do they really? Do they really call it Jumbo? It's probably they call it Jumbo. Jumbo. Probably Jumbo. 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 Okay. Anyway, uh, but it, honestly, if for for us when we were living in Florida, uh, January was Chilean grape time. We are now in Chile, and we are honored to be here when the grape har harvest happens. The great harvest. The great 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 harvest. <laughs> the happened. great harvest. It's sounding like starting to sound like a communist. Like, yes, we'll have There's great harvest for all here. So, um, no, I want to do one more sidebar on fruit because yesterday we made a great discovery. Oh, Speaking yes. Speaking of a great harvest. Oh, and I'll post a picture of that because so. we were, we were uh, at this campground and it was full on fruit season. We haven't seen anything like this in a long time. So it's the middle of summer here and a lot of different fruit trees are starting to, the fruit is starting to ripen. Mm -hmm. And so they had a lot of apricot trees. Apricot was one of them. And... Then they had cherries, which were not quite ripe. But then we discovered one more thing that we've honestly, I've never had. Yes. It's called medlar, which is a fruit that is traditionally grown in the Balkan region. We had never tried it, even though we've been to, you know, Turkey and Greece and to Croatia. We've never tried it. So it's a, called medlar, M-E-D-L-A-R. And it's a fruit that you peel open. It has a bunch of seeds in it. It would remind you a lot of... Um, what lychee, mm -hmm. lychee probably, and it also tastes a little bit like lychee. It's a part of the rose family, and it is truly something oh, to try. Oh, it's tasty. It's, it's very, tasty. Very good. It's delicious. And once you've got to look at photos of it, but once you recognize it, man, you've got to try it. Yes, uh, it, I have seen these in California, but they're mostly ornamental. But I've never actually eaten any. And so yesterday, we saw this tree, and it was filled with fruit. And it looked good, and I, I picked it and started peeling it and started eating it. And I said, hey, Aaron, is this edible? Because it seems edible. And then you looked it up and you said, yeah, it's edible. But by then I had already eaten half the thing. So I might be dead now if I hadn't uh, asked you. Well, anyway, uh, if I had eaten the wrong fruit, I would be dead. But anyway, <laughs> I'm glad I'm not dead. Thank goodness. I live to tell another, uh, live to do another podcast, I guess. Yeah. So uh, overall, what were your impressions of the Southern Andes Mountains? Well, uh, they're pretty interesting. I mean, I think that it's interesting mainly because the type of mountain range is pretty, it's similar to other mountain ranges. Like, for example, if you go to the mountains of uh, other parts of the Andes, Los Andes, Los Andes. If you go to the other parts of the Andes Mountains, they kind of look the same. It's very interesting. There's a sort of Andesness about the mountains. And it sort of reminds me, it sort of reminds me of the mountains in South Africa near Cape Town too, which are sort of the same except that they're wider, much wider than uh, the Andes. And it also reminds me of um, Grand Junction, Colorado. Grand Junction, Colorado? A little bit because the, it, it kind of looks similar. However, with the Andes Mountains, there are so many mountains and it's so steep everywhere you go that it really is very, um, it is very much, it's, it's intensified, much more intense than 
even uh, anywhere else. But I think once you once you're here, it sort of does remind you of those other places. Well, I got to tell you, it took us about an hour and a half to drive down from uh, the city down to a place called San Alfonso, and mm -hmm. um, it, as you drive through these canyons, you see these these vineyards and you're reminded of, I mean, I, it reminded me a little bit of New Mexico when you were driving in through these valleys and you see the fruit trees and everything mm -hmm. like that and then you see the grapes. But it is just so beautiful. Yeah. I mean, I think that if I wasn't doing this, I would get a backpack and just go walking in the Andes because it is so, it's especially at this time of year, it's so beautiful, it's warm. And the people are very nice too. Yeah. Uh, the Chileans, there's a, they're a little bit reserved, but they're also very friendly. And uh, we haven't been treated poorly by anyone yet. Uh, people answer our questions. And uh, when we speak to them in broken Spanish, they try to speak back to us. Yeah. Yeah. That's been nice. So any, any last thoughts about uh, our little excursion? Thoughts. Yeah. I mean... You know, personally, I think that if you go to Santiago, or really anywhere in Chile, you have to get out to the Andes. Mm -hmm. It's very important to see the mountains. The mountains are really what make Chile so spectacular. And one thing I wanted to say, too, is that, and there's a, an article that I have uh, that I'm posting on the website tomorrow, uh, and it has a nice picture of... Um, the Andes Mountains from Santiago, and you can see snow on the mountains, mm -hmm. which is something you can see it 365 days of the year. There are there is snow on the mountains, so it's really unique and it's spectacular. Something you have to see at least once in your life. So that would be my recommendation. Mm -hmm. And Chilean grapes, yes, and Chilean grapes. Got to mm -hmm. have those Chilean grapes because they are really really good. The rest mm -hmm. of the Chilean food, you know, I mean, it's. It's a personal uh, eh. taste thing, but Chilean grapes. Yeah, if you're into empanadas, this is a good place to be too. Well, I can tell you the next time we come back here, we probably got to go skiing, got to go to Portillo. Oh, yeah, I can't wait. I'm going to have another accident though, probably. Yeah, you're just going <laughs> to break all your bones. <laughs> this time there will be no hospital. They have yeah. hospitals here, I hope. Oh, I sure, I hope. Yes. So here we are. And uh, it's the end of the year. So let's talk a little bit about the favorite places uh, of 2023 and uh, where we're going in 2024. So let's start with our favorite destinations of 2023. Let's talk about New Zealand. Why did we like New Zealand? New Zealand is inexpensive. Mm -hmm. New Zealand is very clean. I mean, except for some parts, but yeah, it's it's over, overall very clean, yes. very safe. They speak English. <laughs> they speak English. So we understood what they're saying. And also, you get pretty good access to beautiful mountains, and yes. um, yeah, the food is good. Did you mention the food? Yeah, no, food, I didn't. The food, the food is, food very is good. okay. It's not as bad as it is in Australia. Well, Auckland has some nice places, some yeah. really nice places, uh, and Christchurch has great coffee. Yeah, they it's got a great coffee, coffee that's like on a par with South Korea. Oh, are we going to put South Korea on the list? Uh, yeah, maybe I don't know. Not. Well. I like South Korea a lot, but I, I don't know if it would make my top three list. 
No. Because the other destination that I really liked and that everyone knows, of course, is Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> Los Angeles. We spent a month in LA and... Can't go wrong with LA. I love LA. There, someone should write a song about that. Um, it is... It's... You know, we have friends there, of course, and that makes it easier to love. But it's also... It has great weather and has great food. And everyone there... Almost everyone there speaks English too, just yeah. like, like just like uh, New Zealand. <laughs> no, but um, in all honesty, you know, the United States, w- we wouldn't have spent more than five years traveling through the United States, just the United States, if we didn't like it so much. We do love uh, traveling in the U.S., and L.A. is one of our favorite places to go. And we were there at the best time of the year, mm-hmm. which is mid-fall which is when uh, most tourists are gone. It's not really a very touristy time of year. And the weather is good, so it's not too hot. And we got a chance to hang out in Marina del Rey. We went mm-hmm. up to Venice. Boy, that place is interesting. And um, then we went up and saw the boardwalk at Santa Monica. Yeah. And did a nice bike tour in the city, too. So all those things are very, you know, I, I'm looking forward to my next visit to Los Angeles, actually. So then the other destination that we really liked, yeah. I think, is Japan. Yeah. I think that that's safely the, that's going to be safely our third option. Not third place, but the third country that we So we're we not going to really rank them, probably. We're no, just we're not going to rank them. We like them. Why did you like Japan? Well, Japan is so interesting and so different. You just have to go. You have to go. You just have to go. Yeah. I don't think that there's really much that I can say from here that can convey to you like what it's even like in Japan. Japan is so interesting and so different that you just kind of have to be there to experience it, to take it all in. Okay, but, but try just explaining what makes Japan so unique. Because I think people really want to know. You can't just... Like yesterday I had an argument with an editor because I'd written a story and I said something like Japan is mysterious and she said, can you just explain what you mean by that? So when you get to Japan, how is it different from a place like the U.S. or Canada? Well, Japan is very different in the sense that, well, the people act very different from anything that you're accustomed to in any other continent. They act different. They behave differently. Which um, is to say that they have, they're, they're, they're very polite well, they and are, yes, it's, it's taken as a sense of politeness. Yes. But people generally mind their own business. And, you know, they, they're they also very good in terms of foot traffic, which is, it's a, I know it's a little bit of a niche thing to be talking about, but, you know, they're very good at managing traffic. People aren't toppling over each other and taking up too much room. It's very crowded there. It yeah, is very crowded is. there, so they kind of have so to Everyone drives on the left. It's, you know, not a right-hand drive country. Mm-hmm. And they have an amazing mass transit system. They do. They eat uh, almost almost all the food there has some kind of a rice element to it. So they love rice. Yeah. Uh, which is something you don't need us to tell you. But th- that really is like, you don't really think about it until every meal has rice in it. How much you like, <laughs> how different <laughs> it really is. Like you... you uh, we're used to eating things like bread and, uh, you know, other things. Other things in the states. Everything is rice in uh, in Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then also there's the language thing. 
If you go to Tokyo, people will speak English to you, maybe, but outside of Tokyo, you're going to use Mr. Google to translate for you. Yep. And you're going to need Google a lot because、yes. it is just, just the language barrier is so crazy. Now, you do have to learn a couple of words in Japanese, like please and thank you and yes and no. Otherwise, you're really going to be lost. And it's considered very impolite not to say thank you all the time. Yep. Seriously, whenever you have an interaction with anyone, you're saying thank you.、Yep. And they're saying thank you. I, I don't know why. Sometimes there's nothing to thank people for, but you're thanking them anyway. So, Japan, interesting place. Which of those places, this is a trick question, Aaron, which of all those three places would you go back to first? Like if I said, I have, a, I have three tickets in my hand. New Zealand, Japan, and California, which of those places would you want to go to first? Well, it's a bit of a, it is a trick question because wherever we'd end up going, all of the flights would first take us to California. Maybe, so, maybe, but, but <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying though. Like, which place would you want to go and spend some time in? Well, you know, it's a, that's hard. It's a really hard question. It is a really hard question. I, I would say, I'm sorry, I can't answer. It's too hard. I would say New Zealand. New Zealand? I go back to New Zealand.、Uh, This is actually a perfect time of year to be in New Zealand, like the middle of Southern Hemisphere summer. I think that it would be so nice. Not to take anything away from the other destinations, but if I went back to Japan, I would have to ski and I probably would get into another accident, but I would do it anyway because、oh. that's how crazy I am. All right.、Um, let's talk about where we're going to go. Um, where are we going to go? Well, we would love to hear from you where you're going to go. So please, in the comments, let us know where you're headed in 2024. Tell us all about it, and we'll read your comments in the next podcast. But now we get to tell you where we're going, and we are on a grand tour. Can you kind of describe what we're trying to do here this year?、Mm, yeah, we're going to do a sort of an America's tour. So、mm-hmm. we're going to go do South America. We're going to go to. Well, first of all, we were in,、uh, we were in the Galapagos and、yeah. we were in Ecuador. That's、yes. where we started. We actually technically started our tour of the Americas in Los Angeles. Yes, yes. So it was LA, then we went to Ecuador, Galapagos, now in Santiago.、Mm-hmm. And we're going to sort of loop around starting、uh, in Uruguay. Then we're going to go to Sao Paulo, Rio. And we're probably going to move from there to the Caribbean islands. And then we're going to move up from there to Canada. Canada. Hey.、Eh? Eh, yeah. Then we're going to go from probably French part,、uh, you know, Quebec, all the way to British Columbia, very slowly. And we'll end there. And I think after that, it's just a big question mark. But that,、yeah. is, our, that is our America's That's tour. That's our America's tour.、Um, there are a couple of places that we didn't mention.、Um, So, the Caribbean is kind of wide open right now. We're going to be in the Caribbean for a month, but we still don't know where we're going to go.、We're, I'd like to go、uh, spend a week in a couple of different islands that I haven't been to yet. So, we're just going to have to see about that.、Um, if you have any recommendations, please let us know. And then we're also going to probably make a quick stop back in the States in April, early May. And、uh, we have not been to Orlando in a long time, and we want to go check out our old home and then head up to Montreal, 
Quebec City. I think we might make it to Quebec City. Mm -hmm. We're really intrigued by the French-speaking part of Canada, even though our French is uh, comme mm. ci, comme ça. <laughs> yeah, possible. That's okay. But that's okay. We love French food, so that's good. Um, and then headed back out west, and uh, at the end of the summer, we'll probably be back um, in Washington State. And then maybe even back to Los Angeles. We don't know yet. We'll just have to see. Gotta love it. All yeah. right. Well, yeah. so tell us where you're going, please. We would love to know. And uh, we'll talk more about it in next week's podcast. All right. So um, we're going to do our, uh, our comments from last week where we asked, what is the strangest place that you had Christmas? Oh, yes, that's right. Yeah. And, All right. <laughs> uh, Lynn says, when my father lived in Daytona Beach, Florida, we spent Christmas there. My dad played Santa Claus for a family party. We made sandcastles. We walked on the beach on Christmas Day. It was very memorable since my dad passed away the next summer. Lynn, our condolences. Florida is a cool place to spend Christmas, though. And, uh, you know, we lived there for 12 years. So we actually longer than 12 years. We were in Orlando for 12 years, but we were in Florida for longer than that. And really, honestly, one of the best times to be in Florida is around Christmas time because the rest of the country is freezing cold and you're going to the beach. Mitch says we spent New Year's Eve in Santa Nella, California, between the pilot truck store and the Hotel Mission de Oro on our way through to Gilroy to San Francisco. Just a few locals and a band playing was simple and nice, but eerily quiet. Mitch, I know Santanella because when I was an intern at the Los Angeles Times, uh, Northern California was part of my beat and I made it down to Santanella and to Gilroy, the garlic capital of the world. <laughs> I could only think about garlic. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. <laughs> what a cool place to spend uh, the holidays. Ross says, Ushuaia rented a small cabin, bought the Christmas fixings at the local Anonyma grocery store. No turkey as we didn't have an oven. The four of us exchanged small Christmas presents that we would be able to pack on our motorcycles. It was a nice rest after four months on the road from North America. Wow. Left the bikes there for a bit as we sailed off to Antarctica for 10 days on a small ship. 100 passengers. Hey, wow. we, uh, we were just in Ushuaia. Uh... Last year, when we were going down to the Antarctic, and uh, that was a interesting place. A little bit of a tourist town down there. Mm -hmm. And cold, too. My goodness, it's cold. Still is cold. Even this time of year, it's cold. Yeah. Joyce says, Copenhagen, nothing strange or exotic about it, but lovely, safe, and peaceful holidays to all of you. And to you, too, Joyce. Thanks for sharing that one. Well, I think that's all we have time for today. Thank you so much for your comments. And remember to respond to our question this week, which is, what was your favorite destination this year? Where are you looking forward to traveling in 2024? Let us know in the comments. Hey, everyone. Thank you for joining us this year. It has been a wonderful year having you here with us. And we're going to be traveling some more in 2024. And I hope you'll join us then. Until then, have a lovely new year, and we'll see you in 2024. Well, ciao.